After a lifetime of researching the dynamic and enigmatic world of light entertainment, I've decided to ditch my notebook and meet the people who inspire me. What makes them the people they are? How do they feel about the show business landscape in which they find themselves? And in a world where anyone can be a star, is there still a need for performers who have universal appeal? Come with me on a journey of discovery as I get a unique insight into Britain's favourite stars with a little help from my glamorous assistants. Yeah, well, I say glamorous, more like hazardous. And of course, we'll have a bit of fun along the way. MotoGP and Superbike world champion Carl Fogarty was born into racing and became one of the most successful superbike racers of all time, winning four world championships. A freak crash at Phillip Island shattered Carl's shoulder and later that year forced him into retirement. Yet that didn't stop his will to win and in 2014, Carl took on another challenge when he entered the jungle for I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. I was interested to get his take on an unparalleled career in British sport and hear his hopes for the future. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Carl Fogarty. Okay, so we'll get on to your major career highlights in a second. But firstly, something to know about you is that you're, you seem a very gutsy and determined guy, especially from your time in the jungle. Um, that sort of reputation, do you feel that uh, puts a certain amount of pressure on you in the industry? Um, no, not really. Um, not, I didn't feel any pressure. Um, I just... Just, just me, me how, how I was, my makeup, I guess, just um, very determined um, to win races, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, nah, it just wasn't any pressure to, to be a certain certain way, a certain person at all. No, it's just everyone's different and how they approach things and, you know, how, how they set their goals, I guess, you know. Okay, brilliant. So, in your opinion, what extent has your accessible public image helped to popularise MotoGP as a whole. Oh God. Um, well, obviously I was in, I did Superbike, and that was the biggest four-stroke championship in the world at the time. Um, now it's uh, it's MotoGP, obviously, um, because you know that once that was created, it, I think it was created on the back of how, how popular, how big Superbikes was, to be honest. And you know, my success it, obviously was was it was you know the height of all that, the golden era, I guess you call it, the Superbike. So. Um, it's something I don't really think about, really. You know, it's just it's just something that happened, really. And um, yeah, to maybe to be some part of why that changed, and that's great. But you know, I, I don't really think about it to be honest. Uh, How did you feel following in your dad's footsteps as a motocross champion? He didn't force me to race bikes. I, I wanted to. I wanted to race bikes. I probably started a little bit late compared to what we start these days. But no, for anybody else except me, really. No, I suppose growing up around it is just a case of encouragement i suppose and yeah 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 no he's always there to you know to, to guide me because obviously he's, he's been there and sort of done it you know helped me get started out sort of in racing really which you know it's not a, the cheapest of sports to get involved in and to get started in. so um yeah he, he helped me a lot in the early days for sure yeah obviously you mentioned the cost then also a bit of a bit of a cost on your on your body um josh has asked about the the second round of the year's series at Phillip Island in Australia. Is that, I think that was in 2000, wasn't it? When you, did you get, you got some pretty severe injuries in your arm during a crash? Yeah, I mean, that, that's when it all ended, really. That was what turned out to be my last ever race because of the injuries. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the right lot about it, really. It just, you know, no. I remember just wake, waking up in, in hospital and 
kind of being told what happened really. So yeah, the injuries. I'd knocked myself out pretty badly, but I think the big injury well, that was bad at the time. Obviously, smashed a shoulder, and it became quite clear, I guess, early on that I was going to struggle to get it back to what it was. You know, the full movements and full strength back in a in a shoulder with sort of damaged tissue, damaged sort of muscle, really. Um, so yeah, that was um, you know not I mean not the way I wanted it to end. Obviously, I wanted to, to go out on a high, but um, yeah. I guess you know, in some ways I'm still here. So you know, it, no, exactly. It, it could have been a lot worse, I guess. But how how do you feel um, such an abrupt end to a career affects somebody? How how did it affect you personally? And what initially happened, it was I wasn't bothered at all. It was almost like a relief, really. That was finally it's over. I don't have to go out and win the race, I put pressure on myself to win the race, the expectation from everybody, sponsors, the crowd, TV, of me going to win again has now gone. So I think initially it was I wasn't too worried about it. It was everybody else that was, was upset and stuff. You know, it was all over really. But um, I guess then as, as time goes by, a year or two goes by, then you start thinking, oh, you know, I kind of miss it a bit now. Uh, having seen how big, big it is, and, you know, I was a big part of that. Um, Sit back after watch it. I mean, to watch it, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really like that. To be honest, that was that was that's when it became we died of cancer. Really, um, saying, look, you know, stop trying to forget who you are and, and sort of go out and celebrate who you are and get back involved with the sport. Really, and, and then he died, and I, I kind of did that really. In from 2010 onwards, I kind of got back involved with it all. Really, I suppose and did some stuff and that. Um, and, and yeah, from from then on until now, I, I do follow it really. Yeah, I follow the sport and you know both. British Street Bikes, World Street Bikes, and MotoGP is what I, what I follow, yeah. So we'll, um, we'll move on to 2014 then. Um, you were victorious in the jungle and won I'm a Celebrity, get me out of it. How did you find being in such close proximity to other sort of big celebrities? I found it fine. I was there. I was, I was, I was, I was I just thought I probably came across fine. It, that was, I guess, my big worry going in there was other people. I wasn't. I knew I wasn't be scared of anything um, in there. I, my fear was um, coping without food, you know, coping with boredom, and coping with the other people. Um, and I coped really well with all three. That was the challenge for me going in there. Uh, but yeah, the other, the other people, I, I, that would have been a problem. You know, they thought they were bigger or better or more famous than me or whatever. I don't know. I, I just, but I, it wasn't like that. Everybody was felt they were the same. No one thought they were bigger or better than anybody else, and that, that's the way it should be. Really, I got maybe a bit like this year's bunch. I haven't really seen much of it this year, but everybody got on really, really well. So, hmm. so that was the big challenge out of the way, really. And I caught really, really well. But you know, I just tried to throw myself into the show and enjoy, and, and I did. I just got stuck in and. I kept myself busy. That's it's what I do. I don't like being bored, and no. you know. So I didn't. I actually didn't. I didn't expect uh, what happened. Happened. I need to go on win the biggest TV show in the, in the UK. I didn't expect that to happen. I really didn't. I thought it would be the, they all kept falling out, and then one by one, and they got to the final. I thought, oh my god, it's just yeah. it's incredible, you know. And even when I got to the final, I was still just down to public public opinion, really public vote. It was just. Uh, you know, it was just an incredible experience. I'll never forget. I've never had an experience like it. To be cut off from the outside world, um, thrown into like a, a jungle, and you're sleeping like in a hammock, and you know, like I say, all, all the things that you, you, you normally, you know, your normal day includes like a cup of tea when you up in the morning. It's just gone. Everything's just gone. You know, the family, everything's gone. So it was just amazing, amazing experience. I'll, I'll never forget. And uh, yeah, I'd love to, love to actually go back in someday for a few more days just to. Remember, yeah. remember what it was like. It was, it was such an experience. Yeah, brilliant. And then 
last year you released your book. The World According to Foggy. What inspired you to write this and were you pleased with the reception it received? It really inspired me to be honest. It was just, just a case of, I've done the autobiography, I've done a book on bikes, um, a, a picture book, and I haven't done it for 10 years really. So the publishers came to me and said, look, we were trying to do a book. I'm thinking, oh, well, what, are, what am I going to say? I'll say I don't know, just want to call it the world according to you. You just you got this kind of outlook on life and your own sort of way of saying things and your tongue in cheek sort of way. So I thought about it. I thought, yeah, I kind of like that. Um, so I sat down with Neil and just told really me me taking the mickey out myself, really tongue in cheek, funny stories that happened to me. Um, that you know, I guess it lasts 18 years really since since retiring from racing, but just me taking the mickey out of life and other other sports in the, not in a nasty way in a, in a tongue in cheek sort of way really and yeah. uh yeah just a funny funny light hearted book which you didn't have to be in, really involved in really interested in racing bikes to, 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 to like the book really and yeah it's done that really really well people really loved it it's the funniest thing they've ever um read so i'm really really pleased with it yeah it's completed on really well good brilliant so looking back at your career then what would you say your proudest achievement is Oh, I guess being world champion. I think winning, world winning, you know, winning, becoming the champion of the world. Yeah, that's 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 the biggest thing, really. And to do it seven times at three different kind of disciplines: TTF one, World Endurance, and the World Superbike was. That's you know, there's not many people who say they were seven-time world champion. So right. for me, that, that that's that's the highlight of it all. Really, it's incredible to still think that I've won seven world titles. Yeah, amazing. So, what's next for Carl Fogarty? <laughs> Oh God, I don't know. I'm just involved now with uh, CCM Motorcycles as like a director of performance for them, like an, a bit of an ambassadorial role and helping them promote them as a, a small British motorcycle company who have got sort of you know big plans and, and you know great little products out at the moment. And uh, yeah, so that's my main thing is with them really. And a bit of charity work that I do with the NSPCC. Um, I've got a few new products out, like with a helmet, new helmets, some new foggy helmets out, um, with yep. my designs from the 90s with LS2 helmets. So I'll be busy enough next year, really. I'll just stay fit and healthy and you know, enjoy my holidays when I can, and I'll be after that, really. Lovely. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's all the questions we've got. A big thank you to our guest for being the subject of another Beyond the Title interview. If you like this, why not browse the website and see if there's anything else that takes your fancy. Don't forget to like our Facebook page to receive updates of forthcoming interviews and to see more information about me and what I do. Thanks again and hopefully see you next time for another Beyond the Title interview.